You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. It is me, your host, Mikey Van Freddy. Mikey, Jingle Bells <laughs> Van Freddy. And joining me, as always, is Zach, uh, the the Christmas caroler Batista. Like Zach, it. how are you? Zach, how you doing, buddy, with your holiday nickname? <laughs> I'm doing great, actually. I love this time of the season. Like, if I could choose, like, a set of months that are, like, my shit, it would be Halloween to Christmas. I'm biased. I also like Valentine's Day, but that's because my birthday's near there. But this time of the year is, like, one of my favorite times of the year for holidays. Dude, uh, for me, it's, like, October all day, and then everything else can... October and November, because I like Thanksgiving, because I like to eat. Mm -hmm. But, honestly, I, I... I work in retail, so, like, I could go without Christmas. Christmas shoppers are a fucking nightmare. (laughs) I could could go without Christmas, if I'm being honest, working in retail. It's kind of not the greatest. Yeah, it's it's nothing's worse than when you get a Karen that's like, why don't you have this in stock? It's like, maybe you should have come here earlier and bought it and not oh like when people so, like, like when people before. come on the like when people come on the last day of our weekly sales yep. our sales start on wednesday people come in tuesday night at like a half hour before mm-hmm. we close you're like what do you have this no nope. why don't you have this because like, Gee, i don't know probably because it's the last day of the sale and they didn't send us anymore yeah maybe you shouldn't have procrastinated and gone when all the old ladies showed up on the first day of the sale like they always do right I, they, I'll, I'll give them props. The old women that were at least in my shop right when I worked there, they were on point. Like if it, like if we had a deal on Sunday, they would be there Sunday morning picking up everything they could. Listen, we we have our dedicated shoppers at Lidl too. You should see on Wednesday. Wednesday's our busiest day now because people know because people found out when the sales actually start, so that everyone oh, yep. floods mm-hmm. the store every Wednesday. Bargain hunters. Oh yeah, the best. <laughs> but anyway, 
we have we have some spe- we have some great matches for you uh, today oh. to review, and we have a very we have a very special Christmas themed one for our uh, for for the one we both watched. So when we get to that, I'm very excited because we got ourselves a little Christmas themed death match, baby. Death matches can be for any holiday; it doesn't matter. Always right. Like all you gotta do is put put a little pun on it or something, and yep. you're good. Put some thumbtacks in like, there, like some I barbed just... wire. You're good. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, a little spoiler alert if you if you listen to our Friday show we have a little Christmas themed uh, hit the books coming out too so stay tuned for that Ooh, it's where we have awesome. some where we have some Christmas themed matches coming up for you <laughs> I always love I know some people aren't the biggest fan of the gimmick matches that they put on like WWE but like I, I fucking love them They're oh just... yeah same dude I have a miracle on 34th Street Fighter are you kidding yeah my they're so corny and just so fun. Just the amount of shit they have on the ring that I'm just like, I it's love so it. good. It's so good. Anyway, Peter, let's. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go I ahead. was gonna say, peak for me is when John Cena pull out the present. He's like, oh, what's in that, this? That, that's so. That's like the gif, right? I love like it where John so Cena pulls the chair out of the the present and he's like, oh, he, has the me? Big, he has the big happy look on his face. Oh my that's god, it's so the, funny. The I need, I want more matches like that where the weapons are inside presents. Like that uh, was so great. funny and so good. Like I want mm-hmm. more of that. Great. Anyway, all right. With let, b- before we get to our holiday, our special holiday match, let's jump into our matches uh, that we both that we watched this week. Yes. Uh, who do you remember who went last week? Let's see. I'm looking at my matches. Let's see. I had. Let's see. That was there. I want to say that I went first last week. So if you went first last week, that means it's my turn to jump right in. Let's start with my first match. We have Warhorse. Ah, uh, yeah. We have a war. We have Warhorse taking on Manders Ooh. from from Beyond Wrestling for the independent for the IWTV Independent Wrestling Championship. Uh, this one is great. This is a great. <laughs> this is a great match. Um, Manders is Manders is a huge lad. Yes, he um, is. Manders and he is shows. Big. Yeah, he shows yes. off. He he shows off. He's a huge lad right in the beginning of this match. When he <laughs> when he does a military press to Warhorse, uh, and just holds him up with one hand, Ooh. he's like above his head, and then just like yeets him to the side. Yep, he's like, yep, yep, yep. Whoop. Manders and just throws him to the side, and Warhorse lands and then gets up from it. He like rolls through, uh, and then Manders bangs his head against the turnbuckle, and of course you don't do that to Warhorse. Never. Uh. Warhorse then says, Warhorse brings the beautiful line of, you want to bang heads with Warhorse? Mm-hmm. Uh, but before he could do his thing where he grabs him and, like, starts banging his head on the turnbuckle, man, like, in the middle of his sentence where he's like, you want to bang heads with? Man, just, just chops him across the chest. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Warhorse is, like, trying to do his thing. And yeah. Man is just like, nah, nah, nah. He's, Shut he, up. He baited him. He played into it by head banging him on the turnbuckle. And then as he's like, ah, oh, I got you. He bam. was like, you want to? Bam. <laughs> <laughs> chops him across the chest. Awesome. <laughs> and then and then proceeds to yeet him across the ring, of course. Yep. Um, but Warhorse does come back in this one. Uh he reverses one of Manders uh Manders' slams and hits him with a big gi- a gigantic missile drop kick. Mm-hmm. Uh it looks like Warhorse got like ten feet off the top rope. It was wild. <laughs> uh hits him with that, and then Manders ends up ends up getting control again. Literally back suplexes Warhorse across the ring again. Um, Warhorse rolls out, comes back, 
uh, they have a little bit of a sequence. Then, then Warhorse hits a uh, triple triple back suplex to Manders. Oh wow! Shit. And then yeah, he hits three Germans uh, back to back to back, and then ends up doing the elbow drop to Manders, which Manders kicks out of. Oh shit! Uh, and then gets up and gets Warhorse in a uh, gut wrench power bomb that looked like it could have slammed Warhorse through the ring. Ooh. <laughs> It was brutal. Sounds uh, but brutal. Warhorse does kick out of that as well. Warhorse kicking out of everything uh, Manders is throwing at him. There's points in this match where I'm like, how? How did he even do that? He's the king of heavy metal. This is true. It's just like he's just so resilient throughout this whole match. Uh, then there's a point where Jake something – or not Jake something. Don't know why I said Jake something. Where Manders uh, has – has Warhorse on the top rope and he goes up like he he starts walking up but like facing away from the turnbuckle you know how they like kind of walk yeah. backwards up it sometimes mm-hmm. he looks like he was he was setting up a move uh and then Warhorse reverses it pushes him off the top rope hits the double stomp mm-hmm. uh Manders falls down very slowly and very dramatically like he's a evil villain who just got shot in the movie <laughs> uh where he like pauses for a second then like drops to his knees oh, and then my. falls on his face he like gets hit with this double stomp hangs there for a second and just like and then warhorse gets the one two three and retains his independent wrestling championship uh and this this one was pretty good this is a great match between these two i was surprised warhorse kept kicking out Mm. um majors really showed off how powerful he is Warhorse also showed off his power, where he would he he hit that triple German on Manders. I was like, damn, that's a big boy to be doing that too. Mm-hmm. Um, especially after all the punishment he took that uh, that match. Yeah, but oh, sorry, go ahead. I just realized something. No, I just realized the reason you might have said uh, Jake something is because didn't we watch a match between Jake something and Manders like at the collective? I think so. It, I think it was a fatal four way. I think it was yeah, Manders, something Jake like something, that. and two other people. I think Warhorse was in it. Yeah. No, it was Manders, Jake no. something, Ethan Page. Yes. Oh, was that a Blake Christian? No, no, no. That's so, I think no. it was. Ale- that, that I, was I think it was Alex Zane. That's was it. One. Because I was, yeah. I was thinking of uh, JD Drake there. Yeah, it was those four. That makes sense. I forgot. Does War still have the title? Yes. He does. Okay, because I, 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 there was that whole thing, and I haven't, paid, I haven't caught up with that. I'm not on the up and up with Warhorse's uh, record holding reign. Right yeah, now. Warhorse. Warhorse is still cha- is still the independent wrestling champion. As it should be. Um, but yeah, this match was really cool. This match was great. These two uh, kicked the absolute crap out of each other. They showed they were they were both equally showing off like their strength. Um, mm. Warhorse showed off his extra resiliency though by kicking out of a bunch of moves from Manders that looked like that all looked like they should have put him out because boy howdy when <laughs> when Manders slams somebody he sure as hell slams somebody. Damn. Um, but. Uh, I'm really stuck on this one because I like this one. I don't think this one was bad in any way, shape, or form. I like this match a lot. I just don't know whether to give it a mark out or a high meh. Did and, it give you that feeling at the end of the match? Yeah, I think. It? I think because I'm even considering it, I'm gonna give it the high meh because I feel okay. like I feel like if I even have to like stop and think about it, then it's not a mark out. I think that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, if it's like not instinctual, like this is amazing. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's like I, feel I give it a high man though. Like it was very, it was very good. The, don't get me wrong, the match was very good. Uh, I liked it. Really entertaining. Definitely kept me on the edge of my seat because Warhorse kept kicking out of a bunch of crazy moves. Even though mm-hmm. I knew he was gonna win because he's still the champion, I was still on the edge of my seat, which is always good. Yeah, 
That makes sense. Um, that's always good to have when you don't uh, when you get so into the match that you forget. Yeah, yeah. That you know the result already. Definitely, definitely a good thing that you want to happen in a wrestling match. Uh, but yeah. like I said, I give it a high meh. This one was pretty great. Uh, Warhorse and Manders really put on a show here for Beyond. Uh, Beyond's always a good a good promotion for indie wrestling. Um, but yeah, so that that's that's my first match. Zach, what do you got first? All right, so I decided to go for another. I mean, like I always try to find a promotion I haven't heard of, or at least not one too often. I went to Bayou Independent Wrestling. Oh boy! And I found Frankie Thomas versus Cameron Cole, and I learned thanks to commentary. That Thomas has done some stuff in AEW. He's probably one of the many people, because they mentioned Lance Archer fought him, so he's probably one of the many people that got destroyed by Archer. I don't know what... This the is, problem is I don't know. I don't know the up and up on AEW and Dark, because I haven't caught up to AEW in, like, forever, because I'm just procrastinating watching it. But uh, he could have killed him on Dark. Who knows? I believe this match is for the championship as well. Uh, so this match... He could have killed him on Dark. Who knows? Sorry, I was, like, recovering from that line. It was really funny. I'm like, yeah, this guy yeah. could have died or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, okay. See, this is a problem. Well, there's a note for another match in here that makes no sense to be... Okay, that was that, that was weird. Okay, take your, anyhow. Take your time. No, that, that's, that's, that's just me seeing one of my notes from the match later that I was like, why is this here? <laughs> anyhow, this match's audio, first off, right off the bat, if you end up watching this match, was... <sighs> It was muffled at first, oh, and I was no. like, okay, fine. I was like, I can still in both ears. And then when it actually got to the commentating, all the head, all the hearing went to my left headphone, and I was like, this is worst. I'm like, what happened? I hate, here? I hate bad audio. It's just it complete. It could completely ruin a thing for me. I was like, I'm not even. I paused it. I was like, all right, hold on. Undid my headphones. I listened to the match from my computer. I was like, that's fine. Anyone who's just- doing live events or anyone who's ever, if you're ever making a video. Any make if you're ever making content, if you're ever doing live events, audio is king. People can get yes. o- people can get over a bad like like an okay quality camera or like a bad quality camera if the audio is good. You know what pisses people off so much more when your audio is bad? Yes. So Anywho. always prioritize audio. Audio is king. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry for my ramble. So, oh, it's all right. I mean, it makes sense. Like, cause I was all right. Because I was like, that's unfortunate, but all right. I, it's not the first time I've had that happen. So um, the match starts off with the two of them basically just kind of doing the typical, like, tie-up, like, you know, wrist locks. Like, just trying to, like, to get, like, the edge on the other one. Until um, Thomas eventually, uh, who's the champion here. Uh, let me see. Whew, sorry, I have, I'm, I'm, my notes are all messed up for some reason. Take your time. So Thomas gets a wrist hold on a wrist lock on Cole, but Cole like s- counters it. It's the typical one where you see him like turn his arm around and get him on it, which forces Thomas to use the ropes to get a rope break. Mm-hmm. Thomas then starts accusing Cole of cheating and saying that he was pulling my hair, but I'm pretty sure that, but this is pretty funny to me or amusing to me because I'm pretty sure Thomas had like barely any hair to grab. Mm-hmm. He's like he's grabbing my hair. <laughs> He's grabbing like, my like, hair. Says yeah, commentary's like, I don't think he's got much hair to grab. I was like, heh. I was like, all right. It'd be really, f- it would be way funnier if he was like bald, bald. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> that'd be funnier. Yeah, like, like, like imagine like Oni Lorcan being like, he's grabbing my hair. <laughs> Anywho, the two then uh, go back to exchanging some wrist locks, trying to get like an upper hand on each other until Cole eventually like throws Thomas face first into the turnbuckle. And then converts it into an inverted atomic drop and then a drop kick afterwards. 
Cole then gets Thomas into the uh, corner and does a spot on where he gets up on the turnbuckle and like he starts like you know like a someone a face gets up and starts punching the uh, heel's face like repeatedly and the crowd's crowning mm-hmm. like counting like one, two, three and he's just hitting him. He gets to nine and Thomas just falls to the bottom of the corner and he's just kind of cowering away from him. Mm-hmm. He didn't even get the ten the tenth punch. Jeez, which I which I thought was like you know. I like that. It's a variation from a uh, you know a classic spot. Mm-hmm. At least it was classic. They don't do it much anymore. Anyway, Thomas then does a cheap shot and kicks uh, Cole's leg out, only for Cole to then uh, hit him with a power slam as he tries to run towards him to uh, get some more offense in. Oof. Thomas though does finally go on the offense by throwing Cole over the top rope onto the apron. He then slides between his legs, pulls his feet out so that he hits face first onto the apron, and then he just chucks him into the ring post. Damn. So at this point, yeah, it looks it's it's smooth enough that it it looks cool. It's like a nice chain of events. Thomason gets Cole into the ring and he starts to just undo the turnbuckle pad blatantly in front of the ref, but he doesn't really get that far because the ref's like right there. So the ref goes over to the turnbuckle pad. What are you doing? Make, the ref's like, well, I have to now check to make sure he didn't undo a string and this falls off. And as he's doing that, Thomas pulls out this like tape he's got uh, on his wrist and he starts to just choke Cole with it. Oh, the bait! commentary mentioned at the beginning of the match is something that he is known to do. The bait? Just like, yep. ah, it's the turnbuckle I'm going for. Yes, ref, check it. Yes, totally. As I choke this man out with my wrist tape and then as the ref, like, turns around, he, like, wraps the tape back around his arm Jeez. and the ref is none the wiser. Uh, Thomas then, he just starts to choke him out some more on the ropes, puts him in a chin lock. And is able to, like, like anytime Cole gets out of it and starts to get a bit of a momentum, he just drops him. Ugh, damn. He then gets him in the corner and starts doing the typical, like, fit, like working over his face but like, choking with the ropes. Like, putting his boot and, like, just kind of shoving it into his face and out of, like, the corner. The mm-hmm. usual stick you see anyone working someone over in the corner is doing. Of course. It was at this moment that I was like, man, I get a lot of heels that just choke out their opponents in my matches, I've noticed, for some reason. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> So Cole eventually gets to the outside after he's been thoroughly beaten in the corner. And the two fight for a bit, and uh, Cole does get the upper hand, but the moment they get in the ring, Thomas knocks him down and just puts him in a rear naked choke. Mm-hmm. He gets out of this, and finally Cole starts to mount his comeback. So I was like, all right, I'm like, I'm down for this. I'm like, let's go. Let's get some uh, some more high-paced action here, please. Thomas gets in the corner and uh, tries to do the same thing with Cole before, where he throws him out of the apron and tries to like go underneath him and pull his legs out. But Cole, wise of this, Counters it by just kind of kicking him in the face when he's on the apron because he's waiting for him. Mm-hmm. Cole then gets Thomas back in the corner and then does this really cool, this cool enough spot that I put a note down for this, where he jumps from the apron over the top rope and code breakers Thomas out of the corner. Jeez, I was like, all right, I'm like, that's a fucking cool spot. I was like, all right, I, I was hoping this would lead more into it, but uh, no didn't lead any more of that. Uh, Thomas then almost get, uh, Thomas gets pinned here, but the ref notices that his feet was on the ropes after the fact. And he explains this to Cole, who Cole is now like, what the heck? I just won. And he's like, no, you didn't. His foot's on the ropes. And I was like, all right. So the ref saw that. I was like, cool, cool. Thomas gets up. The two start to fight again. And uh, Cole hits another code breaker. But this time, Thomas realizing how bad of a move that is for him to take rolls out of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Cole. Chases him out, and Thomas ends up pulling him out of the ring. Like, the two then get back into the ring. He goes out as he tries to run the ropes, pulls his leg out. Uh, the two then fight on the outside for a bit more. Cole then gets Thomas in the corner and uh, chops him, hits him with a body slam, and then a running bulldog, which didn't look like it got Thomas's face into the ground, but whatever. I was like, cool. 
And this leads into the finish of the match. Where Cole goes towards Thomas in the corner. Thomas grabs him and flatlines him into the middle turnbuckle. And then pins him with his feet blatantly on the middle ropes in front of the ref, who somehow didn't see this, and he wins. Jesus. With a dirty pin. I hate I hate when the it shit happens directly in front of the referee and and it's just like Oh my god. Just nothing. Yeah, commentary was like, how did the ref not see that? He's right when the when the heel commentator was like, oh, he's focused on the pin. And I'm like, bro, his legs were literally like elevated a good two feet above it. It wasn't even like subtle. But I digress. Just didn't even bother trying. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. Overall, the match was just average. Oh, average okay. face versus heel. Okay, wrestling, which the one spot, which is the code breaker spot, which I thought was the most exciting part of the match. Mm-hmm. Like... I glossed over a lot of, like, Thomas working over Cole and a lot of parts where, like, there wasn't a ton of, like, movement going on. Like, it was fun. There was nothing too bad. Like, I didn't hate this match when I finished it, but I didn't, like, I wasn't over the moon going, like, that was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. It was pretty good. All right, cool. Uh, So you gave that you gave fine. that match a meh? It was, yeah, it that was, was a meh. That was decent. Average. All right. Decent to average. My next match is so my next match is from a promotion that i think we've all heard of called stardom oh shit <laughs> we're getting into japanese wrestling now i was wondering how long it would take for one of us to pick a stardom match because i remember when you told me the uh we were going to do the rules back when you pitched the podcast to me i was like "Ooh, stardom's available i'm like i might do that one time yeah we're gonna do we're, we're going into stardom we got a tag team match here we got B, Pri- B Priestley and Jamie Hayter taking on Tam Nakano and Arissa Hosh- Hoshiki. I know one of the women in that match. <laughs> that would be B Priestley. We did a Jamie Hayter match on here before. Did we? Yeah. I had a Jamie I, I had a Jamie Hayter match. No, I'm trying to remember who'd she go against? Mercedes Blaze? That match. Okay. All right. I, I do remember this. I do vaguely remember you telling me about this match. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of matches on here. So we got Jamie Hayter and B Priestley taking on Tam Nakano and Arisa Hoshiki uh, from mm-hmm. Stardom. Uh, this match is really, really good. <laughs> oh shit! Let's go. Uh, it starts. It starts off pretty fast at first. Like these. Like these. Uh, it starts off with I believe Jamie Hayter and Arisa in the ring. Uh, if I can remember mm-hmm. correctly. Uh, it's my first time seeing Tam and Arisa, so forgive me if I don't remember who who was where at what time. Um. So the match starts pretty fast uh, with some cool sequences between Jamie and Arissa, and then it gets it slows down a little bit uh, after that big burst when Jamie mm-hmm. gets Arissa in like a camel clutch almost, but okay. then she like starts twisting her neck, and then she holds she holds Arissa there, mm-hmm. and she puts up her finger, put, yep. puts it in her mouth, and just wet willies Arissa. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay. Which is a thing Jamie Hayter is like is like kind of known for. Okay, she did it. Right. I, I know she did it on an episode of AEW when she appeared. Was it on Dark? Mm, I think it, I don't remember if it was. It, it might have been. It might. I think it was before Dark. Yeah, this is the thing. This is a. <sighs> I think it was. Bef- yeah. I think it was before Dark was a thing because it was. It was. I think it was her versus Britt Baker. I don't exactly remember. It was. It was a while uh, ago. Yeah. But anyway, back to this match. Uh, mm-hmm. Hater and Priestley in this match are just being like the worst. Like they're being like the very <laughs> annoying heels. Like just completely yep. just just 
yelling, just always yelling at the other side, yelling at the fans, being like obnoxious, mm-hmm. like doing fake handshakes and like, like, oh yeah, you're doing great. Yeah, they're really like the really sarcastic clapping. Yeah, like they're just uh, being uh, the absolute worst. <laughs> and it's so funny. Uh, I love obnoxious heels. Um, they had uh. Tam and Arissa have some great tag team work in this one. They have some cool double team moves where uh, they like knock knock out someone's knees and then hit like the like a uh, 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 sweet chin music like knee combination. Oh, I like that. Uh, like a super kick knee combination. It's sweet. Um, then there's one point where Arissa gets uh, B Priestley in like a sleeper hold, like she's on her back having her in a sleeper hold. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie Hader comes in and tries to break it up. She she hits Jamie she she had she still has Priestley with one arm takes her other arm punches Jamie Hater Hater turns Ooh. around she locks her in like this like she he puts her in a headlock but like a reverse headlock so okay. she's just on B Priestley's back with B in a sleeper hold while she has Jamie Hater <laughs> in a in like a reverse headlock and it just has oh. them both in like a submission hold and it's so great. <laughs> It's one of those things like you describe it, and I'm like, I ha- I'm like, I want to, I need a visual. I know, I want to see this now. Uh yeah. Don't. Uh, spoiler alert. This will probably be your match, so you'll see it. Dope. Um, but she she gets him in like a double submission hold, and it's like wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was cool. She ends up throwing like Jamie. She ends up like throwing Jamie after she chokes her out for a little bit, and then mm-hmm. B-, B Priestley gets her off, and they uh, keep going with the match. Uh, there's one point where. Uh, Tam gets tagged in, uh, like from a hot tag from Arissa, and hits hits B Priestley with like the wildest German suplex I've ever seen. How wild we talking? So here? she gets her in a German. Yeah, and then you know how you just like go over and that's it. Yeah, yo, she like picked Priestley up so high, like up, up, like it looked like she went Ooh. so high, and then just like arched, like w- like. Arched so hard that Jamie almost landed just directly on her head. Not Jamie, sorry. Ooh. B Priestley almost landed directly on her head. Uh folks. It was girls at stardom. It was the the arch on this German suplex was so wild. <laughs> like usually German yeah. usually Germans go out. This one went up and down. Sounds about right for the uh, the Joshi girls. I'll let, yeah. I know that uh, girls in Joshi wrestling don't fucking take. They, they they are not light on when they wrestle. They are no, fucking, no, 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 not even a little kick, bit. They kick the shit out of each other. Yeah, they do. Um, there's one point in the ring where uh, they both get tags again, and it's like uh, a little bit of a double. Like all all of, all of them are in the ring at once. Uh, mm-hmm. B B and B and Jamie go for a. Uh, I think a double team move like a a V trigger like bicycle kick combo. Yeah. On I believe Arissa. Uh, again I don't. Again I'm I'm getting them mixed up. I'm so sorry. Um, on on one of them and they move out of the way. So B hits Jamie. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie gets knocked out. Uh, and then B gets hit with a that like a double kick to the head. Ooh. Uh, and then since they're since they're both on the outside, uh, and then J- B rolls on the outside. Jamie's already on the outside. Tam and Arissa both get up on oppo- like opposite turnbuckles, mm-hmm. and both do like a synchronized like dive to the outside on top onto nice. Jamie onto Jamie and onto B. 
This match ends when Arissa uh dodges one of Jamie's lariats and hits her with like a, a very black mass type like kick. Mm. Uh, that's the only way I really know how to describe it. It's like a spinning back kick, but it looks like a black. Okay. It looks it, it it looks at the most similar to the black mass. Uh, if you if if you WWE fans are here, uh, <laughs> and that ends up getting the win because uh, it takes Jamie out. I know I didn't describe this match very well, but it was a lot happening at once, and it was very it was very like wild to follow, and it was very good. I promise you. Uh, go watch it. <laughs> Go watch it. It's definitely a. I, I think. I think. I don't think it's like a super super mark out, but it's a mark out. It's it's a it's good. It could it was good enough that it made me pop. I liked nice. it a lot. I liked it a lot. It, it it got me to pop. It got it was some there were some really sweet moments during this match. Um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Uh, I gave it a mark out. I really liked the wrestling in this one. These these four women really really took it to the next level, uh, and put on a really 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 great match. Uh, so go check it out if you can. Uh, it's. Uh, B. Priestley and Jamie Hader versus Tam Nakano and Arissa Hoshiki from Stardom. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's going to be – I think you'll like it. It's uh, very hard-hitting, very Joshi. Yes. Uh, and it's a lot of high – a lot of, a lot of striking, let's say. Uh, mm. I, like I said, I think you'll like it. So, Zach, what is your second match this week? Oh, boy. I picked a fucking good one with this one. Oh, yeah? Let's hear about it. Yeah. So I went looking around for a good women's match this week, and I settled upon Charlie Morgan, or fearless Charlie Morgan, versus Sammy Jane at Pro Wrestling Eve. I want to say we've had matches from Pro Wrestling Eve, but we might not have. But uh, it, this is for the uh, Pro Wrestling Eve Championship. Charlie Morgan is unfor- unfortunately a, a, is retired at the moment. She uh, broke her ankle, I believe, at her debut on Shimmer last year damn but uh the video's title was the female jeff That's... hardy is how they described her so i was Interesting. like all right i was like she's retired and that's her nickname so i'm excited to see what this match is gonna be so uh this match starts uh with commentary really putting over this belt they were like they started how past former champions were Paige, nikki cross were both former champions they mentioned that nikki who trained sammy jane the current champion, uh, and how currently Jane is approaching one year as champion as well and is currently like really cementing a really good reign, whereas Morgan has been chasing after this belt for a couple months now. Okay. And this feud is really like heated up at this point. I believe they've also mentioned throughout the match that Morgan and Jane have fought before and Morgan actually lost to Jane. So this is kind of like a rematch for her. Okay. The crowd was white hot for Morgan in this match. Like, they were hot as hell for this match, and they really wanted to see Morgan win, which I was very happy to see, because nothing's better than when a crowd's into a match and when they're behind the person who is the face in the match. Yeah. Love it. Of course. So, match starts off. Jane walks right up and pie-faces Morgan. She starts to laugh, and the camera's only on her, and she's like, ha-ha, this fucking idiot. And Morgan then just double-leg takedown, takes her to the mat, and just starts to wail on her. The two then go out to the ringside and just start beating the shit out of each other. It looks more like a fight than it does an actual wrestling match for this portion of the match. Okay. Eventually, they both end up on the entrance ramp, and Jane suplexes Morgan onto it, and it is solid. Like, you know how, like, stage bot crew, there's, like, those, like, big black boxes that you carry the equipment in? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like getting suplexed onto that. It is solid, and it looked... (laughs) Did not look fun to take that bump. Yeah, I bet it probably wasn't. (laughs) 
And then Jane's gloating on the ramp. She's like, haha, yeah, I got you. And Morgan just gets up and pounces on her with a spear. And the two of them continue to just beat the shit out of each other on this ramp. Jeez. Morgan then runs into the ring, suicide dives Jane. And just as she gets up and throws Jane to the ring, Jane, not wanting to be outdone by her, immediately runs the ropes and suicide dives onto the ref and Morgan. Okay. Match was breakneck. Jane sounds, immediately sounds starts like to, it. Yeah, oh yeah, this match fucking went into the beginning and I fucking loved it. <laughs> Jane immediately started working over Morgan's arm, just beating the shit out of it. Commentary mentioned how she like broke her collarbone, so like that's not her like working over her like chest and arm was not beneficial for her in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Jane eventually then pulls out a table, and I was like, oh shit, we're just this did not say it was a, a hardcore match, so uh Gotta love indie productions that are just kind of like, eh, rules are bendable. <laughs> rules are bendable. A suggestion. Flexible. Yeah, I love when I find a promotion and don't know anything about it, and they just whip out like, yes, people can go through tables here and it won't be DQ'd, and I was, I'm just like, listen, you can't if, see it right now, but I'm double thumbs if up. You, if, you hit an, if you hit an object with somebody, it's fine. If, the, if you hit somebody with an object, it's a DQ. Exactly. So, uh, Jane then gets onto the apron, puts a Morgan onto it, and she goes for a dragon suplex. And my first thought is, oh my god, are you actually going to take a dragon suplex off the apron through this table? Because if you do, that is metal as fuck and extremely dangerous. Don't do this at home. But a Morgan gets out of it and a super kicks Jane in the, uh, I want to say in the face or the chest, can't remember which one. She doesn't fall through it. She just falls to her knees. Like, she notices the table's there, and she's like, I'm not going to fall through my own table. That would be foolish. Mm-hmm. With Morgan in control, Fair. she like angrily walks over to the steel barricade, pulls it apart so that she can get through, drags Jane through into the crowd. The two start fighting each other. They start chucking each other into the arena wall. Commentary then points Jesus. out, as they get close to it, there is a large yellow ladder standing there, as they had had a ladder match previously in the night, and that was a leftover that they had not put away yet. <laughs> it was a leftover. From the match last night, they didn't put it away. No, the previous match, like, before this match, oh, I that thought... ladder was a leftover. For some reason, I thought <laughs> you said the match last night, like, they just didn't, like, like, just, like they, like, had, like, an event last night where they had a ladder match yeah. and just didn't put one ladder away. Guy looks the ladder. We're like, yeah, that one can hang out, morning. it's whatever, it'll be fine. So we then lose sight for them for a bit, and you can see the camera guys are moving around. They literally lose sight of the match. Like, you can hear them fighting each other, and you can see the crowd reacting to something happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we get back to it, and the cameraman has a good shot, you see that Jane is currently on top of the ladder and Morgan's on the ground. But Morgan then gets up and power bombs her off of it into the security team who is trying to keep the crowd from walking onto the re- from like going too close to the wrestlers. Poor security team. Uh, <laughs> they're, just better... doing, they're just doing their best. Uh, well, i sorry to hear you're not gonna, well, security team didn't get off that lightly. Yeah, great. <laughs> so Morgan climbs up to the ladder, and I'm like, alright, you're gonna jump off the ladder, this is gonna be awesome, and then she looks up, and she sees that the balcony above is right within arm's reach. So she climbs over the balcony, Okay. gets on top of it, and then just flips over it onto the, onto Jane and a crowd of the security team who has now shown up to help the other guys up, and in a pile, they all just get wiped out by this massive flip. Fucking... Damn. Gave me some Shane McMahon off of, like, the top of the fucking, um, the Titantron at SummerSlam visor. I was like, why would you do that? That was so... That was fucking awesome. I was, I popped off. I was like, I'm so ready. I'm gonna say it again. Poor security team. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's a thumbnail of it too. Just it's doing their flipping. best. Yep, just doing their best and getting hit in the crossfire. <laughs> Sounds about right for a wrestling security team. Yep. So the two of them fight for a bit more, and they finally get back into the ring. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, we're back in the ring now. I'm like, all right, dope. I- I'm ready for this to become like a wrestling match in the ring. Morgan hits a series of European uppercuts. One in particular looked like it connected pretty pretty uh, more solid than the other one. That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Then goes for like a haluva kick slash jumping haluva kick, and Jane rolls out of the way, so she's stuck with her leg over in the corner, right? Okay. And then... Jane is like, well, if you're going to jump and kick me in the face, I'll Haluva kick you in the face. Haluva kicks her in the face, runs up as she's down in, like, the middle turnbuckle, knees her in the face, and then hits a brutal dropkick Braum. Like, this shit, like, was hitting her right in the face. It looked... It was solid. And I was like, yes. This sounds, is a blood feud right here. Sounds like it. Sounds like uh, I was, things are getting pretty heated. I was like, this is a blood feud. Yes, this is a this is great. Continue this. Jane then goes with her finisher, which is a driver of sorts, is what commentary lose it to. But Morgan gets out of it with uh, by getting out and turning her around, kicking her in the stomach, and then enziguring her in the face. Jesus. She then goes for her finisher, which is like a implant DDT. It's kind of like it's like a dirty deed, sort of, mm-hmm. or like uh, if you know it from WWE, uh, Robert Roode's glorious DDT. Okay. But uh, Jane is actually able to get out of it herself by uh, grabbing her arm and get and like doing like an arm DDT of sorts, continuing to work over that left arm of hers from the beginning. Mm-hmm. She then gets her over into a Fujiwara and works her arms over the ropes when she gets like when she breaks it eventually. As you can tell, the two of them have very much scouted each other and are like really like on their ta- on their game tonight. Sounds Jane like then it. starts to taunt her when she's down, and uh, Morgan starts to fight back. But uh, after she, <laughs> oh my god. So she's on her knees, right? And she's doing the valiant baby thing of, like, pushing her opponent away and, like, trying to get at her, right? She pushes Jane away, and she's on her hands and knees now, right? Jane goes off the ter- off the uh, the ropes, flips, and as she's flipping, grabs Morgan's arm and converts that into a Fujiwara, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Morgan has to claw her way out of it, but she eventually gets out of it, comes back with a super kick, and then does a springboard, like, flip onto Jane. Like, where she jumps on the ropes and then turns around and flips onto her. Okay. She then hits another springboard move where she jumps and then jumps off the ropes again and does a crossbody, which Jane jumps in the air and it looks really good. I was so sold on this awesome sell that when the, then, then she hits her next move, which is a backstabber, which Jane, like, pops up and then falls forward. It looked probably the nastiest backstabber I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Looked really good. Her selling was top notch here. Nice. Uh, then Morgan goes up to the top rope and goes for a crossbody, but Jane catches her and then hits her with her finisher, which is a fireman's carry into a Michinoku driver. Ooh. But uh, Morgan kicks out of it, and the crowd popped off. I popped off. Nice. We then get into a awesome thing that I love that when wrestlers do this, a suplex off. Jane gets a up. suplex off. Dragon suplexes Morgan. Morgan gets up. Hits her with a German, and they just repeat this like once, like two or three more times, just like hitting each other, and then just hitting just these big Germans on each other, or like dragons on each other, depending on which one it was. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the two stumble to their feet. Morgan hits three super kicks on Jane. On the third, on the second one, she's like, "Oh, this bitch!" Hits her with a third. She then jumps, hits her with an Inzaguri. Both of them are down. Jesus. They then get into this sick sequence where Morgan goes for a another springboard offensive maneuver. But this time Jane is ready. She pushes her legs out. So she's now sitting on the middle rope with her, which where she's looking out to the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. 
Jane runs the ropes, runs towards Morgan, and instead of hitting her, pulls her backwards and pulls the ropes backwards so that it's like a recoil, and she just gets basically powerbombed onto the ground and, like, gets folded inside out by this. Oh, my God. Awesome fucking spot. Yeah, Loved sounds it. like it. Jane then gets up to the top rope, and in a blink-it-you'll-miss-it moment, pretty much, Morgan jumps up, yeets her off the top rope <laughs> through the table that got set up at the beginning of the match. Yeah, the there exploded. it is. Check off table, yep. baby. Yep, I literally had forgotten about the table, and then I was like, wait, whoa, hold on, wait, what, what? And she suddenly just... Exploded. Oh my god, wait, that's there! Bam! <laughs> Bam. It was like Michael Cole, like, watch out, watch out, watch out! <laughs> <laughs> watch out, watch out, watch out! A little nice note here is the commentary mentions that actually the last time Morgan fought uh, Jane, Morgan was the one that went through the table, so Jane was not expecting to go through herself, and she was in pain. She was holding her knee, because I think she hit the guardrail on her way down. Mm-hmm. Morgan then, as she's trying to recover, Jane... Uh, no, Jane's recovering on the outside. Morgan runs over before she can recover, tosses her back into the ring, hits her with her finisher, but Jane kicks out. I was like, oh, fuck, shit. We get to this uh, nice, I love this part, too, when you get, like, to a Mexican standoff where both wrestlers have used their finishers, and it's kind of like a, oh, shit, who's, what, what, fuck, who, what's, this, what's gonna win it now? Morgan goes to the top, tries to flip onto Jane. Jane kind of, like, rolls up with her legs so that her legs are, like, kind of folded up onto herself. She plants herself on the ground hitting nothing she then immediately transitions this into a cross arm bar which she then transitions immediately into a fujiwara when she doesn't get like the tap out Mm -hmm. morgan eventually gets out of it by turning into a pin and then jane hits a fisherman brain buster on her but can't get the pin on her frustrated she goes to the outside gets a ladder okay and sets it up in the corner unfortunately for her this will lead to her downfall in the finish of the match where oh no as she's getting up to the top rope, J- Morgan sees this and jumps up. The two start fighting on the top rope, trying to get the other one to fall over. She takes Morgan takes Jane's head, hits her head into the ladder a few times, then grabs her on the ropes using the ladder as leverage, and then hits her implant DDT from the rope. Like she bounces off the rope and hits her with it for the win. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Fucking awesome! Crowd exploded. Commentary popped off. I popped off. The roster came out and congratulated her. It was a really good female feel-good moment. Match was fucking awesome. Is an easy mark out for me. Nice. Nice. If I had to have one complaint for this match is that I wish Morgan sold her arm a bit more since it was such a key point in Jane's offense. Mm-hmm. I also wish that we could have heard the wrestlers more because the audio was more so focused on the crowd and the commentators and not them. So, like, there were points where Jay would say, Jane would say something and I couldn't hear it, and I was like, oh, I wish I could hear that. But other than that, awesome fucking match. Great match. Loved it. All right. That's awesome. Makes me sad that Morgan retired, but I'm glad that she uh, was able to show her stuff at least. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like a great match. for. Especially, uh, I feel this is like a great match to go out on, too. Yeah. I don't I don't know what else she did afterwards, because I know she had her debut and she was just starting. <sighs> Makes me sad, because she was debuting on Shimmer in 2019, so we might have seen her when we did the collective. Oh, and I would have fucking loved to see that. <sighs> but yeah. Great match. I would go out of my way to watch it. I'm probably going to do something for Eve in the future just because, like, I saw, like, a Sue Young match on there that I was interested in. Mm-hmm. Nikki Cross was there, and so was Paige. So I was like, ooh, I'm like, ooh, what else? Who ooh, else who there? else is here? Who else is here? Let's exactly. see. Let's see. All right. After, oh, that after, long... after that mark out, yeah, you, you you went in on that match. It seemed like it was really good. Oh, yeah. So after, after, after two mark outs, actually, 
Yeah, uh, let's let's get let's get into the match we both watched our our holiday death match. Oh boy! Uh, between <laughs> Richie Sick and Tim Davidson from Proving Ground. <laughs> this fucking match, man! Uh, I love I love this shit. Can we talk about how Tim Davidson is looking? He just, like he starts off the match. He starts off the match with a little promo, and he's like, "Please, I want to die." <laughs> yep. Awesome. I want to find. I like how I like how his goal in debt is to keep doing death matches until he finds someone strong enough to kill him. Yep. And I love how comics are like yeah, it's a challenge he's been doing that. I was like, that's just that's what a fucking gimmick, man. <laughs> I want to die. What a gimmick. Give me just more keep putting pain. me in death matches until someone finally does it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So what what did you think about this one? Because I pick I picked this match because I figured. It's a holiday death match. Christmas is coming up. Let's get into this. Let's get into the spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about this one? Was, I thought it was fun, though. I did wish that there was a lot more Christmas themed weapons and decorations that could have been used. I agree. There was what, like the lights, the lights. Like there were some miscellaneous props, but like when I envision like a Christmas death match, I imagine like light tubes that were maybe colored like Christmas colors, or like maybe like you a expect. Wreath. That you could have we, used. We watched we watched the Christmas death match on uh, we watched the Yule Tide death match on the show before, and it yes, was we, I, I, we should have just watched that a second time. I feel like mm-hmm. I TNA just thing like this before where they like had like some death match where they had a, tr- a barbed wire tree that was hanging from a rope, so it was kind of wait. Stupid, what's but, what's uh, TNA? Do you mean uh, do you mean Impact? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Impact. But like yeah, TNA who was made of barbed wire in like a match, and I was like I was hoping for something more along those lines. But yeah, this match. Uh, yeah, this match was fun. But I was like, I was when I finished it, I was like, I wanted more. Like, I wanted like, I just wanted some more shit, like some more Christmas themed stuff, like the present idea that yeah, we had before, like that, like something like that. Yeah, I also, I also think I wanted more Christmassy stuff. Like there was what there was like the one, the one side of the ropes that was covered in lights. Lights, which they were trying to sell uh, as being really which hot. Which they were selling, like, yeah. I was like, The fact guys. that they were selling the lights was really funny. I was like, guys, come on. And they were like, yeah, oh, those lights have been those lights have been on all day. They're probably burning hot now. And I'm like, that's a minor inconvenience. It's best. like, I, I guess. <laughs> well, um, and there was the, uh, later in the match, they bring out a bag of ornaments and Christmas lights, like loose Christmas lights. There wasn't a ton of those, though. I was hoping for a no. Lot there was more. yeah. There was like there was just like a little bit of them, and they do like one spot into them, and they don't and, even break. Yeah, they only broke when somebody stepped on one by accident, and then they mm-hmm. slam they slam each other on them, and they don't even break. Yeah, and I was like, oof, rough, buddy. Rough. That's unfortunate. Uh, I did like the start of this match. Okay, because the two of them were fighting each other, and then Davidson's like, "All right, well, fuck this. This is stupid," and he just headbutts Richie in the face, and he immediately gets busted open. And <laughs> oh, I was right, like, I forgot about that. This match starts off with Richie sick, just getting immediately busted open. I was like, "Ooh!" And they're like, "He might have broken his nose." And I looked at him, and I was like, "You know, I don't know if he actually did, or if the blit, or if the blood, bl- like the blood job, was that good." But it does look like you busted his nose open. I was like, "By God, yeah, <laughs> shit." There were some Yeah, that was that was like fast. I was like, wow, already we're in this? Alright. Yeah, alright, shit. I uh, I enjoyed how <laughs> they fucking took turns stapling dollars to each other's foreheads. Oh yeah. Which I thought was amusing to my I was just like they were like, who at ringside is a dollar? And like two guys are like, I have a dollar, and they're like, Give I got me that. you. Forehead. Blood oh, meat uh blood and staples. Jesus. The the fact that the 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 the, the first 
bill that got stuck to the head. It stuck stuck to I think uh, Tim Davidson's head. Mm-hmm. It just stayed there for so long. Yeah. And all all I could think about was how uncomfortable it would have to be to work a match with just staples in your head. Yeah, that is it's not fun. Oh my god! I would never like I would like ugh ugh. Yeah, I, I stapled to... I stapled my finger by accident once and I Ooh, almost threw up because it, it was so gross. Feel? I staple so I was trying to fix a stapler. Mm-hmm. In, in I remember in school I was like trying to fix a stapler because it wasn't like closing on top all the way. Yeah, and like like an idiot I just grabbed it like like oh. by the staple part and I like went to go like squeeze it to get, p- push the top down. I was oh. like, oh, it's not gonna. I was like, it's not gonna. It's not gonna shoot a staple out because the top's not even connected, so it's not even closed yet. So I would shoot oh. a staple. Turns out that's how just how the stapler is, so you can get more leverage on it, and it wasn't broken at all. Uh, so when I pressed in, I just a staple went right through my finger. Ouch! Yeah, uh, and only like only like one side went into my hand. So when I yanked the staple out, it was like straight. So it was just like straight through my finger, like like the, the, like the like right by my fingernail, like right here. It went like through. Oh no! Not on the pointer. And I literally like had to. I literally like was in shock, so I, it didn't even hurt. And I just like grabbed it and like slowly like. Hey, can I go to the nurse's office, please? <laughs> That's so unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, i yeah. I, it's it's not it's not fun being stapled on accident. I can't imagine how much fun it is being stapled on purpose. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Um, what, ha- what, what? Let's think of what. What else happened in this match? Oh yeah, Dave. Uh, let's see. Um, there was this. Uh, what is it? Um, there was this really cool uh, spot where um, Davidson was sitting by this door on ringside, and I was like, oh, okay. And then Richie goes to run, and as I see the door is slightly ajar, and he just suicide dived him through the door into the next room. Which oh I yeah. Was- oh yeah. That was. That spot was so dangerous. Yeah, I was like, that was my favorite if, spot of the match, but I had the same thought. I was like, if you were slightly off and your arm hit the door, I was like, you are It's over. Going it's over. Yeah, you're, like, if you if you slightly miss that that spot and you smash your you, head on that wall, you could just be yeah, dead. Your head, you're dead. Your arm might dislocate your arm or break something in your arm. Like that. Wow, you must have practiced that spot really, really closely, or you were just that, that ballsy. Yeah, that was terrifying to watch. I was like, that was really cool, but, like, please don't do it again. Yep. Classic. Let's see, um... Oh, there was a really gnarly spot where uh, Richie, the guy who, by the way, had, like, multiple personalities commentary mentioned, so, like, he has, like, an elegant British gentleman, apparently, personality, and he gets sick, who's the one he tries to repress. Mm-hmm. He, like, beats the shit out of Davidson with this, like, plastic chair, I think it is. And he, like, does, like, a poetry motion, then he, like, flips him into and over the chair. And then he's, like, by the Christmas lights, and he just starts to choke him out with the Christmas lights, which is what I was hoping we would get more of, because it looked gnarly. It looked mm-hmm. awesome, too, at the same time. And then, um, let's see, what other... Then we get another Christmas thing where, like, Davison tries to hit him with a cookie platter, like a Christmas cookie sheet thing, like, that you probably have out on, like, Christmas parties. And Richie yeah. just... Yeah, like a little him. platter. Yep, Boom. hits him over the head with it, like, twice. Both look good. What else got used Christmas theme? Oh, yeah. Uh, Davison, it was the- uh, when he tied Richie up and he stapled him. He used a peace orna- lawn ornament sign and hit him over the head with it. Yeah, just he like peace, fuck it. up to his dick. I was just yeah, like, that was pretty good. What else? Uh, uh, but yeah, there wasn't there wasn't very many Christmas-themed things. It was like the lights, it was the ornaments, it was the serving tray, it was the sign. Yeah, oh yeah, I just remember the lights, Um, 
Yeah, Davison did a neckbreaker on the lights, and the lights, and none of them popped. And there were the other ones were jingle bells, so they didn't do anything. Yeah, it was like weird. It, yeah, was, uh, it was it was it was rough that none of them broke. Yeah, like and there was the, ornaments too. Like a... Yeah, then the finishes match was not. It was it was fine. Like they're fighting on the top rope. Davidson put the this trash can over uh, Richie's head. He then headbutted it, which I thought was pretty funny because he stuffed him into it. And then mm-hmm. he just kind of hit an elbow onto him, and he won with it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, like that's the best nice. way to put it was. I have a note here. It's like, was it the best de- best death match I've watched? No, but did no. I have fun with it? Yes, hell yeah, yes. I did. So the the ending spot, I actually have a, a note about that. Is that it just didn't look as didn't. I don't think it looked. I don't think it looked as bad as they thought it as they wanted it to look. Yeah, like the de- the, the elbow from the top. It didn't yeah. even dent. It didn't even dent the trash can. The trash can was already dented beforehand for some reason, and like it just didn't dent it, which is why I was like, the finish was like, ah, eh, that's that's fine. I mean, like it's. I was kind of hoping for something like I always like you like you know me I like explosive finishes a lot, mm-hmm. and a death match I feel like is a match you can be really creative with your finish, and an elbow off the top onto a trash can. The, the yeah. trash can wasn't even like colored for Christmas, man. Like you could have you could have spray painted that, I think. Here I am criticizing their trash can, Sanders apparently. <laughs> your trash can sucks. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Eh, the match was fine. I give it a meh. Yeah, this one, this one was this one. I, I like this. One. I like this one. It was it was meh. I don't think it was a mark out like because it was oh, like no. it was short. It wasn't nearly. Uh, it was it wasn't like a fantastic death match, but it yeah. was, like you said, it was fun. It was fun. So like, I, I, fun I also it. I also gave it a meh. It was it was fun for the holidays, and I figured uh, we might as well do something something for the for Christmas coming up. Uh, yeah. So why not do a uh, Christmas death match? Got me in the holiday season because ho ho holy shit that was. Uh, deathmatch, that's for sure. How long have you been sitting on that one? I was I was supposed to say at the beginning of this, but I completely forgot, and I was like, I'm gonna find a damn way to get this, man. Absolutely incredible. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Alright. So, we went over all of our matches this week. You said both of yours, I said both of mine, we watched the one we both watched, so mm-hmm. let's get to the double down. The double down. It's now time to find out if the match was, you know, actually good or bad. I don't know. It's time for the double down. This is where we go back. This is where we go back from last week and pick some matches that uh, we watched and watch it from, and see what e- what we each thought about a match we've already talked about. Yep. So, Zach, what did I give you for the double down last week? You gave me Elite Terrell versus Skill Life with Apricots and Pears. Yes. Truly independent wrestling. And I I believe I want to say I gave you Sasha Banks versus Alicia Edwards a chaotic wrestling. Yes. Nice. Memory is good. Indeed, that is what you gave me. Who would like to start? Uh who started last week? Let me think. Um let me see. What did I review from you week before? I did I did it yeah, I did second, because I did Phoenix versus Cuerno. Yes. Okay. So you went second, right? Yes. You said? Alright, mm-hmm. so you go first this week. Okay. Um alright. Wow, this match. You you when you were reviewing this match, you you said there was something off about this match. And I was like, okay, I'll watch this match. So Elite Terrell comes in, he's playing up to the kids in the crowd, doing Fortnite dances and such. Still life comes in. I'm not gonna lie, the whole time you were talking about this match, I thought there were two girls. 
mm-hmm. because still life with apricots sounds like an like I, I saw a picture of him uh, on, s- online and i was like oh still life's pronouns are they them yes you are correct i'm saying though that when you were talking about it and i saw like just a picture of still life i thought mm-hmm. they were a girlfriend because just on just the picture of it but i digress yeah so Still Life comes out, and I actually looked up what Still Life is, because they're, like, coming from this museum. Yeah, and it's I like was, a painting. I was like, what the fuck is this? I, so I looked up Still, I looked up their name, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh. Oh, it's just a type of art. I was like, oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, suddenly this name makes a lot more sense. I like it. Yes. I'm gonna be straight up off the bat. This crowd was garbage and annoying as hell. To right? The, to those right? in this crowd. They were terrible. I Y'all... You just sucked any bit of life this match had out of it. Chanting for Terrell to take off Still Life's mask, which seemingly halted the match, to chanting this is boring and this is awful and asking for the match to end. Y'all are a bad crowd, and that was just that. Ugh. I I got mad just thinking about it. I was like, they're trying so damn hard right now, and y'all are just being dicks to them. Like, yeah, they, they the match wasn't even that bad. Like I don't even wasn't. know what they were even chanting like, about. Fucking like, like, like I'm sorry. Like, still life comes out, and I hear some guy go, "Who even are you?" And I, at that moment, I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Oh this is, no, this is not going to be good." And like, still life tried to play it up with the crowd, but like, mm-hmm. how are you gonna like a bunch of the ca- crowd members are kids, and that's fine. But there were adults there doing it too, and I was like, "Y'all, you have fucking awful crowd etiquette." Like, God, yeah. Ah, oh, and then what didn't help for me in this match is that, the, like, you were talking about the chemistry between Still Life and Terrell was just not there for this match. Like, yeah, it looked like Terrell got thrown off by the crowd. Like, like they it, looked, were just... it, 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 it felt like it felt like Terrell was ready for this match, and then the crowd started turning against them both, and it kind of yeah. it looked like he it looked like it looked like he was out of it, and Still Life was just trying to keep mm-hmm. the match going, like. For example, like, there were several spots in this match where you could tell there was either a miscommunication or, like, a mess up by one of them because, like, they would go to do a spot and then they would correct it. Like, example, Terrell is in a figure four with, like, Still Life's got him in a figure four. They're, like, bragging about it and then he flips over the figure four. So Still Life starts to sell it and Terrell immediately goes for the rope break. Except then I think he remembers that he has to put them in the fucking figure four so he used to wait for Still Life to then grab the ropes of themselves. Mm-hmm. Another one where he goes to kick Still Life and he's supposed to do another move off it, but he just kicks him once. And then Still Life has, is like, all right, kick me again and do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so unfortunate. Like some of the moves like and the moves weren't as smooth either. And combined with the fact that the crowd just they soured on this match like five minutes into it. Not even like. Oh my god, like, they were yeah. calling Still Life a Power Ranger, and I was like, okay, I'm like, that's a fine chant, but it got annoying after, like, the seventh time I heard that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but, on a less negative note, there were things I did like in this match. I really liked Still Life's offense. I thought they had some really unique and intricate offense here, like, when he was, like, tying up Terrell. He, sorry, when they were tying up Terrell. Like, for instance, when he pulled out Terrell's leg from underneath him, smashed it on the apron and then tied it up between the middle and bottom rope and then kicked it i was like that's awesome that's cool i also thought that terrell sold his leg really well in this match surprisingly like he was hobbling around the ring yeah like i was like genuinely surprised i was like damn i'm like for not having a ton of chemistry for a lot of this match like that's some damn good selling on his part 
like it it wasn't bad. I just yeah, feel like, like I feel like this match could have been so good, but I feel like like no offense, I feel like Terrell kind of lost his cool a little bit. Like there, and he got and he got nervous once the crowd turned against him and for me it my, felt like still life was really keeping it together. Mm-hmm. For like me, for for both for the both of them, which I'm opinion, not Sorry, go ahead. No, this is me. Like for me it looked like he was also tired at the end. Like there are points where yeah. he had to like wait a minute and I was like I I I thought I was like oh no, he might be gassed too. I was like oh no. I was like god it was like a oh no no no. I was like no. I'm like God. Mm-hmm. It was like watching a sinking ship for me. I was like, you had such potential to have such a good journey, and you just sunk from a bad like. Oh God, it was. I was. I was disappointed because I was like, I was like, this is just a bunch of factors that just didn't help this match at all. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. <sighs> Yeah, I, it's it was it was. Continue rough. with your point. I I interrupted you there. No, it's okay. What I was just pointing out was like it felt like still life was really trying to like like I don't I'm not trying to knock either of them, but it really felt like still life was trying to carry this match. Yeah, they uh, they were uh, definitely the ring. And general it sucked because I know because you could tell you could tell that Terrell wasn't Terrell's not a bad wrestler. You can tell. Mm-hmm. It just looked like he was out of it throughout the for this whole match, and yeah. I think it's because the crowd turned on them so early. Oh yeah, really. Like, it might have messed. I think it messed up his mojo or something because that's what it really yeah. felt like. Like when they were and yelling, it, and it sucks. Uh, and I felt bad because I know I could have got we we could have probably gotten a really good match out of Still Life and Terrell, yeah. but we just didn't because like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even commentary picked up on it that like when they were chanting for him to y- to yank the mask off. Like you mentioned how you thought that Terrell did it just to appease the crowd, but like commentary kind of noted how after that he just kind of halted. In his like thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, maybe that threw him off. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna have to submit, hit this match with a miss out, man. Like, I'm sure that both of these two wrestlers could do have have much better matches and will have much better matches, but this is not a match to seek out. Yeah, that's fair. Like for me, it was like poor crowd combined with poor chemistry equals a no go for me. Yeah, I, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I will say though, on a side note, I do now. I want to see Still Life go against Cara Noir because I want to see how that match would go. Oh yeah, I'm sure it would be great. Are you kidding? That would be an awesome match. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, because, <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I didn't hate Still Life's gimmick at all. But granted, Still Life was good, so I was like, Still Life, yeah, Still Life, uh, is is getting pretty popular, is great, gaining popularity recently. Weren't they on Impact at some point? They were also at Effie's Big Gay Brunch. They at were. The yes, you mentioned this because you said you wanted to see a match with them, and mm-hmm. uh, but we didn't see Effie's Big Gay, Big Gay Brunch. So you wanted to uh, look at one of their matches for this show. Yes. So yeah, I was boy, man. I fucked that crowd, man. That just that put me in such a sour mood after yeah, that it was, awesome it was so rough. match. I was like, fuck off, man. I was like, come on. It was definitely rough. Uh, the crowd definitely heard it, and they I would have loved any anybody else. The match. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Like, don't don't disrespect the people who are literally putting their bodies on the line for you. Oh, like, if you want to boo, if you want to boo a heel, sure, fine. Yeah, that's what you're. Yeah, heel heels. That's what they're trying to get, right? Mm-hmm. But like, don't 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 chant shit like "Please end the match," please, end, or like "This Ring is the boring." Bell was because one like that they yelled, yeah, they're these performers are there. For you. And they're doing this for you, and they're putting their bodies on the line for you. The least you could do is show them a little bit of fucking respect. Yeah, but they 
they did not give a fuck. They, wow, I just, I was just like, wow, they just turned so soon. Yeah, it was, it was rough. It was, this crowd was it terrible. was a rough I, I experience here. Yeah, this crowd was bad. Um, anyway, uh, the match you gave, that. the match you gave me, you gave me Mercedes KV, also known as Sasha Banks. Yep. Versus Alicia Edwards in an I Quit match from Chaotic Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have much to say about this one because it was pretty, uh, a pretty short match. Yes, it was. I remember, it was uh, uh, the only thing I the, the the things that really stood out to me was the the beginning where Mercedes where where Mercedes and Alexa or Mercedes <laughs> and uh, Alicia immediately start brawling, and then the <laughs> ring announcer just does not stop the introduction. Yep. He's the just, ring announcer's just like, yep, don't care what you're doing. I'm going to yep. keep doing my thing. The champion, is, as she just comes bolting as they, up. They're just, they're just beating each other up. He's like, and now introducing the champion, like moving out of the way. Yep, the as- champion. Yeah, but like I said, these two get right into it. Like right from the, the entrance, Sasha. Um, okay. I'm just going to call, I'm just going to say Sasha. I think I said Sasha. Sasha yeah, Sasha waits by the, the entrance ramp. Uh, for for Alicia and just sits there, and as soon as Alicia comes out, she's like, "All right, well, it's fight time." Yep. And the two just start brawling immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, get into this really fast paced match. It looked like it looked like they knew they didn't have that much time, so they were trying to squeeze all the spots in. Hmm. Which sucks because I wish they would have given more time to was, fit I, like the I spots said, in correctly, in I a good pace instead of just trying to speed through it. You know. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Alicia, Alicia's partner Scotty, who kept messing with the ref to get chokes, then then getting choke slammed to be choke slammed was I really funny. Still can't fucking believe that ref, that ref spot when I watched it. I was like, this is wrestling. Right so here. good, so good. Uh, oh the yeah, the ref, the ref choked, choke slammed. Uh, Scott, yeah, the heel manager. That was really funny. Fucking Scotty. Um, For and then Scott. of course that the, the the cable choke at the end. Yeah, I uh. I wish there was more item spots in this match. Yeah. Honestly, like I wish they beat the hell out of each other more because it was an I quit match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like I, think... I wish there was more. It just kind of felt like a regular wrestling match with like uh, a different ending, like a weird ending. But I felt the same feeling. Where like at the cable spot, I was like, yeah, I had the same feeling. I was like, I wish they did more of like the cable spot. Like that was mm-hmm. what I, was, I thought I was going to get with this match. Ironically, now that I think about it. I got more of like an I quit match as with weapon spots in the match I watched this week with Morgan versus uh versus fucking I already yeah got I, I really game. wish they did do more like more hardcore stuff with the cables yeah. I wish I wish there was like chairs or tables or some mm, something something you know uh but there really wasn't there was just that end cable spot which did which looked brutal by the oh, way oh yeah. Like, Sasha Banks wrapping that cable around uh, Alicia's neck and just hold, and just tightening it. It literally looked like her face was turning blue. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, like, it was it was terrifying. I was like, oh my god, she's gonna kill her. Yeah, I had the same <laughs> thought. Where I was like, she's choking her. I, I looked at where the cable was. I remember, and I was like, all right, I'm like, she's not choking be- above her uh, where the Adam's apple would be on for us. I'm like, so she's she's not gonna get completely. She's not gonna get choked. No, out, I but... imagine she wasn't actually yeah, dying, but, like, but it looked really brutal. It looked brutal. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So I was like, I had the same thought. I was like, wow, she <laughs> looks fucking awful. Yeah, like- it looked like it sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, 
I uh, I, I ended up giving this match a meh, I think. I don't think it hit that mark out for me, but it was still fun. It was still yeah. cool. I think I hit this. I gave the match a high meh, mainly because I thought the finish was good, and I liked the uh, the referee spot. And yeah. I felt like the two told a decent enough story about this uh this feud between the two of them. Yeah, building it for a while. Yeah, no, this match was good. Oh, like, no, this was, match was solid. This was like, not... These two did great. I just wish there was more time and more spots and more yeah. like weapon spots. You know, more like hardcore spots for an I quit match. You know, I agree. But I uh, all in all, it's a meh. Uh, if you like Sasha Banks and you want to go see her early stuff, definitely a match to check out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Well, with the double down over, that brings us to the end of another episode of Independent Waters. Uh, you can you can follow us on Twitter if you want to keep up with uh, the episodes because we tweet about them every week. And you you can subscribe to this Countout Wrestling feed right here or the Independent Waters Wrestling feed if you're listening there in its own special feed. Um, and you can go, like I said, you can go follow us on Twitter at Countout Pod so you can keep up with all of our thoughts on the wrestling world and the world in general. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel where we have uh, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of video content for this podcast. Uh, go check out our website, countoutpod.com, where you can find everything that has to do with this podcast and the other podcast on the Countout Network. Uh, like podcasts such as Hit the Books every Friday, where me and Ryan Knightsey, uh book our own version of Raw and SmackDown every single week for your uh, listening pleasure. And we do. We just had our TLC special come out uh, this Sunday, so if you want to go check that out, that'll be there. Uh, we booked our own version of TLC with our own cards, our own. We we had our own storylines and everything. We love it. We've been doing this for years. Uh, it's a great show, and we really really like doing it. So go check that out. Uh, hit the books here on the Countout Network as well. And you can go check out G One and Only Ryan's show, Ryan Knightsey's show, my co-host on Hit the Books, where he. Uh, goes over people who have been in the G1 Supercard one time and one time only. Uh, names like Hangman Adam Page, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ric Flair, uh, Big Van Vader. So go check that out if you like documentary-style podcasts about New Japan <laughs> and the G1 Supercard. Uh, you'll love it. It's very, very cool. He put a lot of effort into this show, and he put and he puts like, a ton of work into it. I think you'll really like it if you go check that out. I believe that is all my plugs. Zach, you got anything, bud? Nope. All right. Well, that well with 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 that, that brings us to another uh, another at the end of another episode here on the independent here on Independent Waters. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing and downloading. We appreciate you so much. And go leave us a, if you like the show, leave us a five star review on iTunes. It helps a growing podcast like ourselves reach more ears, and we would appreciate you very much for it. And let us know what you think about the show by leaving a review on iTunes. Uh, let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. We'd love to hear anything, any any feedback you have uh, to make this show better for for you. Uh, and yeah, uh, <laughs> hold on. Breathe. Thank you, thank thank you again for listening. And remember, there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. <laughs>
This has been a Countout Podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.